Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, every game from here on out is big. Tonight was a big game. We lost it, but there's 27 more games. So we got to scratch this one and move on and... I thought we still can take a little bit away from the third period, but we dug ourselves too big of a hole, and so we have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what we did wrong in the start of the game, and um, a lot of it's just effort. There you go. That is Sabres winger Alex Tuck uh, postgame on Tuesday after the Sabres got run over by the Toronto Maple Leafs in front of a massive Toronto crowd, which, you know, <laughs> we talked extensively about during the first segment of the show, should surprise exactly no one. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. I am the Bulldog. Nate Geary is in for Mike show, but I had to step out of the room for a few minutes, uh, but he'll be back for the rest of the afternoon along with Zach Jones. Uh, lines are open at 803-0550. You want to get in on the conversation here. We're, we're starting on the Sabres. We'll get into some football in the 4 o'clock hour. Mike Giannitti, uh, who runs the uh, salary-intensive website Track, will be with us at 4 o'clock. We'll get into the Bills and Tremaine Edmonds and Poyer and then all the rest of it. Uh, at that point, 5 o'clock, we'll get back into hockey. Joe Yurden uh, now covering, well, he's been covering the Sabres and the NHL now for uh, Bleacher Report. He'll be on at 5 with us and then at 6 at Sabres pregame because another game tonight, another one tomorrow. And I should mention, like I, I asked as we as we went to the break there, um, you know, how, how would you – I saw Jeremy Jeremy White from our morning show here on WGR tweet this this morning. Would you consider the season – like if it ends like this – I'm not sure exactly the wording of his tweet, but my, my thought is if it ends like this, right, not in the wild card spot, but you gave it a good run – and you know, here here we are. But you just didn't end the drought. Uh, would you consider this a successful season? And and I said last segment, like for me, unequivocally, it is. Um, now look, things could something dramatic happening could change that. You know, if they, if they were to what 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 a talk you say twenty seven games left. You know, if if they were to find their way to losing, you know. <laughs> 20 of those games or something, then yeah, I, I would want to pump the brakes on it being a success. Uh, what, what I'm suggesting here is the hypothetical in which you play, you know, your full complement of games here, but still end up kind of where they are right now. They're, they're, you know, there's some teams between them and the wild card spots. They're four points behind a wild card spot, and you play out your season and you just miss out like that. that, that you miss out by that much. I think if that sort of scenario plays out, like they don't bottom out and just fall apart down the stretch here, then I think you're talking about undeniably a successful campaign. And the the development we've seen of players on this roster is precisely, squarely, where that that sentiment is born from. 
this team, of course, is being led by Thompson and Tuck and Skinner. And Tuck and Skinner were established NHL veterans before they ever became Sabres. Thompson has ascended to becoming a superstar. So I guess Thompson developing further to the point where he took the step from becoming a nice scorer last year to superstar-level player is more development. But like Tuck and Skinner, I don't know about development there. But when it comes to Dahlin and Cousins and Quinn and Paterka and Owen Power and uh, Matias Samuelson, uh, I mean, I think you're, you're all about development and progress. And, and Peyton Krebs is another name Nate mentioned during the last segment. And, you know, they're all not on the same uh, – they're not all progressing at the same speed. You know, some of these guys like Dahlin uh, and Cousins – should be further ahead than Quinn and Paterka and Krebs. They've played more NHL games. They they've got more they've got more to work with. They are you know the experience that they've had, you know, helps them progress. But you look at what you're talking about on this roster with a superstar number one center, which who exactly saw that coming? Raise your hand. Be honest. No one raise your hand. Okay. Dahlin is a Norris Trophy contender. I don't know whether he'll be a finalist for the trophy this year. Um, you know, it might depend on how he finishes up. Um, he's been stuck on 14 goals for a little while now, uh, so it would be nice to see him get that jump started again. Uh, and maybe if the Sabres stay in the race and contend for a spot, he'll continue to get attention in that way, and maybe he will end up being one of the finalists for the Norris Trophy. But whether he makes that list of three or not, that is where his career is now. And that happened over the course of the back end of last season and into this season. He has become everything you could want him to be when you drafted him one overall a few years ago. And that is a success. Dylan Cousins is you know, 20 goals, 28 assists, you know, Nate said he's going to be a 30-goal scorer. I mean, we'll, we'll see. He, he's tracking to close to that. Um, that breakthrough and locking him up contractually after this is a success. Quinn and Paterka are a little harder because, you know, you're not talking about leaps and bounds as far as the strides go. You know, nine goals, 23 points for Quinn. A little more modest for Paterka, seven goals, 19 points. The thing about them is that they're getting this year out of the way and the team is still contending for a playoff spot. And they are playing, you know, they're playing somewhat important important roles. I mean, they're, they're, they're under 14 minutes a night, so it's not like they're being leaned on. Um, they're kind of being babied. But that line, which has recently been broken up, has at times looked fantastic this year. And I think while it's uneven and the progress isn't always steady and there's prolonged goal-scoring slumps and maybe the press box or Rochester is a thought some fans would have and maybe even the organization would have, the bottom line is you got to – I mean, you don't have to have a year where you score, you know, nine and seven goals, but it's not uncommon. So, to me, their development is on track. I think they, uh, to me, look like they will eventually be impact players for this team. 
and that is happening in part because they're developing this year in the NHL, getting this experience that I think should make them better next year and moving forward. Owen Power looks fantastic and is playing fantastic. Doesn't just, doesn't just look fantastic. I think he, he, he is an impactful player on their blue line. And um, that's not a surprise. I think the signs were very positive last year uh, when you saw him in a, in a short stint at the end of the year. And to me, to have that number of players that are – and I didn't even mention Samuelson. Um, who has had, I think, a pretty tough go recently, last handful of games or so. But I think, again, still is a player that I think moving forward is, like he's, he, to me, you're locked in to him. I mean, you are contractually now. Him, Darlene Power, you know, we'll see about Yoki Haru and how they piece together uh, the rest of their D pairs moving forward. I don't think everything else is necessarily in pen permanently, but I think Power and Darlene and Samuelson obviously are. And that is a success. So even if you fall short, I'd say, of the goal that, well, it, I don't think it was necessarily the goal going into the year, but it's become the goal, you know, end the drought, get a wild card, get in the playoffs, let's get some postseason hockey. It's been, you know, forever since we've had it. It would be really great to reach that. I think there is room considering where the Sabres started from, to look at this season as successful even if they don't make it to the playoffs. And the way to do that is to do what I just did. Look at the roster and assess where these guys are individually in their development and what they mean to the collective moving forward. And I just I think you're, you're, you'd really be missing it um, if you don't consider that a massive positive and thus a success like i know like what what what's the best thing to say back to that is well you're a loser if you think missing the playoffs is a a success okay i know i'd like them to make it too but it, it to me was not something that i really thought much about at all going into the year and if they if they make it to me, I'm I'm at like bonus round, you know. And that doesn't mean I won't be disappointed if they get run over tonight or tomorrow night again in Florida or you know d- d- go on a prolonged slide here, uh, which you know I'm not I don't mean to be forecasting, but they they have only won two of their last seven, and so they they're gonna have to kind of right the ship here. They've stayed in the race. They are, to me, in, in you know, math-wise, they're in great shape because they have so many games in hand still sitting there. Um, I mean, the Islanders have played 61 games. That is, the Sabres have six games in hand. And now there's seven points behind them right now because uh, the Islanders just keep finding a way to win games. They did it again last night. Um, uh, but Pittsburgh and Washington have dropped out of the spots now. It's the Islanders and Florida. And you've got five games in hand on Florida. And you still have four games in hand with Washington, who are the closest team to you. Detroit and Pittsburgh are sort of sandwiched in there. And they are two and three points, respectively, ahead of the Sabres right now. And you've only got a game in hand on them. Uh, So it's not like you've got that much to make up on them. But, man, to have six games in hand on a team in a spot and five on the other is nice. I mean, you got to do something with those games, of course, 
and you don't just assume that's 10 points or 12 points in the case of the Islanders that you're going to gain on these teams, but you do have the opportunity to make up the ground. That's the point. Um, so add it all up, and to me, I- I'm at this year has been a success so far, and it would take to me a pretty significant derailment uh, to change that view for me. I didn't even mention Lukanen because I'm not sure. I'm not as I'm not as positive. Like he's had some nice moments. Tuesday night definitely was not one of them. Um, I, I I know I know how we felt about the game. I think in general, like the Sabers didn't show up, and they got kind of ragdolled by Toronto. But boy, a couple of saves in that first period onslaught. I think. Well, they definitely would have helped. I think they could have been made. I think Lukanen was kind of sloppy on a couple of those goals. And so, you know, not a great night for him. And you've seen, like, some pretty uneven performances from him lately. He had the great game in San Jose on Saturday night. I think the Sabres, you know, have a chance of really winning that game if he doesn't play as well as he did in that one. But Tuesday was not a good effort. So I'm sort of, I don't know. Like, I think he might be their best option in goal, but that doesn't mean he's tracking towards being an impactful, important player for this team moving forward. Um, I think, I, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. There's a lot of hockey to be played, and maybe uh, he can establish that. But I, to me, he hasn't done that yet. There's a difference between being their best option right now and being a long-term answer as a number one, and I am definitely not there yet on Lukanen. I think he's their best option right now, but I do not believe – at this point, he's proven to be like, okay, I'm all set for next year. Let's go. Uh, maybe he can earn that um, as uh, we play out these final 27 games. 803-0550 is the number if you'd like to get in and on board with the program today. Nate Gear will be back in shortly. He's in for Mike Shope today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog, and you are listening to WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 